Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Friday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Hope you had a great work week and a great weekend planned ahead. Hopefully we'll uh, start your weekend off on the right foot tonight on the program. Coming up uh, next half hour, uh, legendary sports journalist Frank DeFord really? will join us on the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, you might know him from uh, Bryant Gumbel's Real Sport or other sporting endeavors um not an athlete to start off the show but he is a hilarious comedian he is in atlanta at the punchline this weekend he is drew lynch drew welcome to the mark aram show hi not not, not an athlete but by any means but yes thank <laughs> you, you you could pass for like a gymnast maybe i mean oh, thanks it's all it's, it's, it's all show and silicone <laughs> but yeah you're 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 taught but you're tiny so there's a couple <laughs> of sports i don't know what what help me out jamie life what? is that the word you're looking for life. Bad, yes. bad, 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 badminton badminton <laughs> uh, i think those dudes are actually tall they, yeah. don't they have to be tall to i don't uh, know i don't think so i think you get to use the uh racket and you're kind of racket. nordic looking <laughs> so maybe uh some of the winter sports a loser yeah uh i'm just uh, i'm really good at just like eating whatever around the win- winter time so yeah <laughs> A professionally, you could be a professional eater, like yeah. the skinny Japanese guy that wins the hot dog eating contest. Yeah, yeah. He's, he weighs half of my weight, and he can eat ninety two okay, hot dogs. Yeah, but in he's 10 he has uh, he's very sports specific. Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. right. <laughs> um, Drew will be eating and uh, telling jokes on stage at the Punchline uh, this weekend, and I'm assuming Drew that um, after you won America's Got Talent, which is a huge show, that your career has just uh, exploded to the point now where. Jamie wants you to come to the punchline. I mean, that's that's the epitome of success. Um, yeah, yeah. Once 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 Jamie calls you, then you put you you put your cookies down for in the winter. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. You know, um, yeah, I yeah, uh, I did I did I did America's Got Got Talent last season. I came in ses, uh, ses, second place. Second, I'm sorry. Um, no, that's that's all right. Uh, and. Uh, and um, yeah, it's been it's, it's it's been it's been kind of cool. I get to travel tra- travel travel around and um, meet everybody. I only found out uh, you only find the vast number of people that end up watching that mm-hmm. show when you when you when you travel, you know, because you you don't know. Sure, you're, you're just performing to you know ca- to cameras, yeah. so you're just kind of like I don't know how how many people watch the show. Describe to me the average viewer of America's Got Talent. Like you go on the road, what's the average viewer? Uh... 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> moms. It's it's a lot. I, I, I do well with a lot of moms. Just like the Mark Aaron yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. So oh, this good. Is your demo. Oh, good. Yeah. Hey, 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 Karen. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a it's that's the thing. It's a family show, so the demographic sure. is, is is so large. You yeah. know, that's why we do we do family. Uh, you know, I'll do all ages shows or thirteen plus shows yeah. um, because sometimes there 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 are kids or there are, there are parents who come to my shows. They're like, oh, we're, our 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 daughter wasn't old enough to 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 come to the show or whatever. Um, so we do. Are we doing it at the punchline? Yeah, five all, o'clock yeah. on Sunday. Five o'clock Sunday, an all yeah. age show. You yeah. throw out all the uh, blue stuff. And you tell jokes yeah. about crayons and uh, scissors. More, yeah. more uh, less blue material, more blues clues. Well, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know if we're gonna throw out the blue material. How we're gonna do <laughs> do crayons jokes? But yeah, burnt sienna, five p.m. <laughs> Sunday with Drew Lynch at the Punchline. So, um, how how did you wind up getting on to uh, that show? Like, what's the process like? Well, I. That show was a perfect sh- sh- show for me because they ended in- ended up letting me do stand up, but also told like my my story as well. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes those shows they'll have like an in- inspirational el- element that they like to push, and obviously, you know, I I stutter, so they wanted to go. They wanted to delve into the exploration of that s- story while also giving me a platform to you know sh- show people who I am and what I what what, what I do. Sure. So. so, so. W- um, how long had you been performing prior to that? Um, prior to the show, uh, th- about th- three years. I've been doing comedy about f- five years, which is not a very long, 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 long time. Sure. Lots of people would say, but you know, the year before I did it, I had all my, I had all my friends, and they had gone on, they had gotten on television, mm-hmm. and um, they, you know, they had worked a lot. So I set a goal in my head to do like. F- 500 sets that mm-hmm. year 500 different wow. sets yeah so you had to, so i was i was gone every day doing you know sh- multiple shows every, every, every just every showing night. up at a denny's yeah and yeah <laughs> just yeah start talking. yeah i mean i've done shows i've done shows in li- libraries korean bar barbecues i've oh. done i've performed <laughs> i've performed everywhere so uh let me drew lynch in studio he is at the punchline this weekend tickets available online punchline.com you you look really young to me how old are you, if you don't um, mind me saying no it. i'm almost tw- tw- 25 so so you started before you were twenty. Yeah. So you you could you couldn't even drink before you started. Doing I know, it. I know. And then and then and then comedy sure makes you drink. <laughs> yeah. And this is was this always something you wanted to do as no. a kid? No, I wanted to I wanted to be I wanted to be an uh, an, an an actor. I moved to uh, to Los to Los Angeles uh, right after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had gotten an I had gotten an agent and a manager and and, and stuff. And then I had done some stuff for uh, Disney and. Um, then I had then I had the I had, a, I had this sports injury and I went to uh, I went to sleep on a concussion, and I woke up uh, and I woke up talking remarkably slower than how I how I talk now. Really? Uh, yeah. And uh, and then everybody that I had known in in, in the industry, like agent wise and manager wise, they dropped me. They oh, said they gosh. said come back when you get when you, when when you get better. Yeah. Um. And you know I never I, I never went back because <laughs> I'm not better. So. Uh, <laughs> So you know, so then I, so I had, I needed like another artistic uh, outlet, like a creative thing that like made me feel just a little bit, 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 bit better. You know, made me feel like I was, was being listened to. Sure. So stand up w- kind of helped me deal with it as because I kind of made fun of myself. You know, mm-hmm. because kind of when you laugh at yourself, you kind of are able to take the power away from absolutely and, and, and correct. Anyone else who could do that. 
So, you know, if I say I'm, you know, if I say I'm short or I'm young looking or, you know, uh, or I stutter or whatever, then I found that 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 was a good coping mechanism to... Self-deprecation is always a a good way to do that, to diffuse any of that stuff. So uh, that's I did not know that's that's how the stutter occurred. Yeah. What was the the sport and what? How well, did it happen? Uh, s- sport's a loose term, but we'll go. It was <laughs> it was it was it was softball. So okay. you know, it, was, it, was, it was eating hot. It was eating hot dog. No, no. Uh, it was um. It was it was it was uh, softball. Did, so, and did you get hit with the ball? Yeah, the bat? I got hit with the ball. I got hit with the ball. So I took a grounder to the th- to the throat when I was playing sh- shortstop, oh. and when I fell back, I hit my head oh on, my on the ground. Gosh. So I had a concussion, and you know, and then I w- went to sleep on it, and that's not a thing you're supposed to do. Uh, I so had no idea that it's kind of rule one with concussions. Yeah, I, I think I, I think no idea you, how many other rules. how many other rules I are. I don't know, but I think rule one, Drew, is <laughs> I'm 42 years old, and I've I, I'm a former Division one athlete. <laughs> And uh-huh. I've never heard that rule. Don't sleep on a concussion. I would think that was be the first thing you want to no, no. do. Is like, Wait, hey, stay awake. Really? Yeah. yeah. If my, nothing my else comes have from been, this, have been banged in the head previously, and it is a don't go to sleep. <laughs> don't go to sleep. Don't yeah. go to sleep. For the yeah. record, Jamie's daughters are underage, so um, don't take that joke the wrong way. Right, right, right. What he just said. Yeah. Uh, um, right. I I never knew that that, mm-hmm. that you don't go to sleep. So if you if you pull nothing away from the Mark Aram show tonight, know that if you ever get a concussion. Don't go to sleep on yeah. it. So what do you just make coffee or you know, Mountain Dew? You just try to stay up? Yeah, I I, 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 I guess so. I mean you just I mean I didn't that's the thing though. You don't know you have one. Yeah, like you I have guess. to you have to have some someone else be like, You're kinda you're kind of acting weird. Yeah. But everybody everybody to me, you know, was just like, Oh, you're you're tired. Go go you know, go mm-hmm. go to go to go to bed, you know. That being said, Drew, are are you happy that this happened and it puts your life in this direction? Yeah, I mean, I think what happens is is you end up trying to stronghold the control of your 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 life mm-hmm. and then maybe the the maybe that's not exactly the plan that you you know, we're supposed to. You were supposed to. You, you. The trajectory of that was your was your own thought. You sure, know? exactly. So it's possible that some, you know, something changed or for whatever reason, and I don't know. You know, I don't know. Not that. It, I want to get into the spirituality of it or anything, but you know, sometimes sometimes things happen for a reason. And the way I was before I, I had this injury was I was I was very close close minded, and I would probably be the person to po- point out or poke fun at someone who had something that was they were insecure about. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, now that now that now that that's flipped, I have to be put in the position to. You know, deal with that my myself. You know, I'm experiencing all sorts of all sorts of feelings or looks from people that you know I had maybe given to someone before. Yeah. So it's a it's certainly a lesson in in, in in empathy for sure and compassion, and those are things that I don't I don't I don't think I I, I had, but I think ever since then it, it forces you to grow grow up a lot as, yeah. as, as 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 an adult and you know as someone who just uh, you know needs to be a little more understanding that everyone has you know something that sure. they're working through. Drew Lynch joins us in studio. Uh, hilarious communities at Punchline this weekend. Do, do you even think about this day to day when when you like when you walked into the station today? Did, did it even occur to you that oh this this person might not know that I stutter yeah. or have? 
Yeah, it's it's, it's always it's I always have to find clever ways mm-hmm. of uh, bringing up that I that I that I do, yeah. you know. And it's and it's it's a thing that I have to say to who, who whomever I meet, mm-hmm. so they know that that I know that okay. that, that that I have it, you know. Understood. <laughs> so now, it can get weird. You is know? it is this a permanent thing? Is is there any chance that um, the it reverses? Um, I mean, I get. I mean, I I mean. I, I get I would say it's pretty I mean it's it, it, it's been it's sound it's sounded this way for I mean I've been to a number of speech therapy classes yeah. since and seen pathologists and neurologists sure. and you know blonde chicks and <laughs> and it's it's all been the and it's all and it's all been the and it's all been it, it, it it's 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 pretty consistent there's some days where it's you know it's bad and some days yeah. when it's worse but there are uh this is pretty you know I, I've been I've been ex- experimenting a lot with like us singing and singing mm-hmm. sometimes some sometimes, sure. sometimes helps and I go to this uh, voice teacher who helps with with that but the go I'm f- I'm I'm fine with what it yeah. what it is I'm not in, in, in any rush to get rid of it gotcha. and certainly since that's a lot of people a lot of people will know me just because of that you know yeah. like they will they won't know who I am and then I'll say say something and then they go ha ha you're that. Oh, that, I got you. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're that guy. Ha ha, in a good way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The good, the good ha ha ha. Uh, Drew Lynch in studio. Can you hang out one more second? Sure. All right. Uh, Drew is at the Punchline, the brand new Punchline in Buckhead, Roswell Road, at the Landmark Diner. Tickets available online. Punchline.com. Hang tight. Drew Lynch will be right back. It's the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show, Friday edition. Drew Lynch in studio. Hilarious comedian at the Punchline this weekend. Uh, America's uh, Got Talent. America's Got Talent? Is that uh-huh. the show? Yeah. I almost said America's Mart. I just we wrote down America's. America's yeah, we have the America's Mart. You yeah. can perform there after the Punchline. Oh, it's okay. like this big... Yeah. Mall downtown. Is that as, is that as big as Amer- <laughs> America's Got? <laughs> it's it's an odd. Uh, a lot of moms there as well. A lot of yeah. Mo- oh yeah. It's, well, like, then a I'm sam- there. it's like a sample shop. And it's a, a weird. It's a weird. You can get really good deals and stuff, but you got to kind of be in the business. Why? Are we you know what it is? This? It's like mm. eBay in real life. Oh, oh I would. Yeah. Etsy. I yeah. wouldn't want to want to go there. There's a reason I do that shopping on online. <laughs> exactly I'm, right. I'm, I'm embarrassed um, that I'm so so cheap. Uh, folks want to get in touch with you. They want to follow your career. Where can we find you online, social media, all um, that stuff? Well, I, I mean, you can find me on on Twitter or Instagram. It's at uh, the Drew Lynch. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, I also have a, U- a YouTube show that I do with my with, with 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 my dog. If you like dogs, you can check it out. Love dogs. Yeah, it's called it's called Dog v- Vlog V L O G like video log. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool. She, we, we, we kind of sit in chairs. Uh, we sit, we, we each sit in a chair, and she just sits there, and she has little captions that pop, 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 pop up, and oh, nice. I, and I just kind of <laughs> vlog about, you know, like I'll talk about like at, at Atlanta or this, this weird thing happened at the show, and then she has little comments that comes up because uh, she, I looks at me like she, she hates me, so it's kind of perfect. What, what's her name? Your dog? Uh, her name's, her name's, her name's Stella. Stella's in studio now. Right. She's a service dog. Yes, correct. Real mm-hmm. quick, if you don't mind, because I don't know the rules on this. Yeah. Uh, should I be? petting service dogs or probably not okay yeah i mean it's always it's always difficult because i you know i always want i always i'm friendly and i want people to not think that i'm not not friendly but the rules are that when they have the vest on they have like a different mindset supposedly so they're not supposed supposed to be pet and that's why she's literally wearing like a sign it looks like a 
like a parking sign that just says don't touch, don't touch, don't pet. I you didn't know, even no, notice that. Yeah. I'm so I was that's looking a, at her cute yeah. face. I'm like, oh, look at a little See, dog. That's the thing. Yeah, that's and yeah, and, and so then you kicked you me know. in the nuts and said, yeah. don't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, Miss, you would think that I don't, and I'm sure it has to do with training ability because I'm sure it's something that comes up. So usually the service dogs are friendlyish breeds. Yeah. Right. You have yeah. Yeah, yeah they're very yeah yeah. So it's not like a service Rottweiler. Right? Yeah, it would yeah. probably back <laughs> yeah. people off a little bit to be like, yeah. I might want to stay away from that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. A lab, a golden, yeah. she's a Vishla. Yeah. So she's you know. she's about 40 pounds, yeah. less than that? Yeah. Are you, yeah. are you able to take her on the plane with you? Yeah. That's yeah. She's, in a yeah. seat. Yeah. Well, she sits in, she sits on the floor in front of me. She, awesome. She, she curls up and she's Do been they charge on, you for that? Uh, no. That's no. great. Yeah. Yeah. She's been on like over her maybe 300 flights. Very cool. Yeah. So she's got a lot of uh, South, Southwest Stella, flights. you said. Yeah. Stella? Stella, yeah. All right. Drew, great to meet you, man. Best of luck. Uh, go see him at the Punchline this weekend, and the All Ages show is Sunday at 5 p.m. Uh, for those that uh, do me a favor when you talk to him, mm-hmm. uh, find out what Frank DeFord's uh, coat jacket size is because I'm gonna send him one that's maybe two sizes small. <laughs> okay, Dude, Frank DeFord coming yeah, up next, and we'll ask him what coat size he wears. Yeah. Uh, Drew Lynch at the Punchline, uh, thanks so much for coming in, buddy. Th- 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 thanks, man. And news, weather, traffic next. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 955 at AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Yo, this is Jamie Foxx and you're listening to my man Mark Aaron. of the Mark Aram Show. I'm here, you're there, you know how it goes. Uh, Jay Black joining us in studio right now. Executive producer of Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, WSB Sports Director. Any other t- uh, titles that I've neglected? I don't know, what, y'all called me what little angry Jay Black the other night, right? Yeah, angry Jay Black. Yes, yes. You want to star the show? My accepted speech, I do I do want to thank the PR guy who set up the Tom Glavin interview. I want to thank you for walking out of the room, and uh, <laughs> I want to thank Andrew Longoria for finally paying off his fantasy base, fantasy football debt. It took a while. It did, months. But, you know, he did, he, he, he he's came got through. two kids, man. He's I got mouths to feed. That's why we didn't uh, sick the your Yankee buddies on him, you know, with the... With the baseball bats, yeah, yeah, those guys. So, um, was that the first time you were star of the show on the Mark Aram show? Uh, it's the first time I'm aware of it. Okay, it might have. I think you won another time. Okay, I mean you're the star of the radio station. I, I understand. No, yeah, no, nobody. That's the first time you've informed me that I've won. You've so won star of the show. Good. Well, yeah. congratulations because Jay set up the uh, the fabulous Tom Glavin interview that we had the other day. Still not nearly as entertaining. Do you know what today is? No, the sixth anniversary, seventh anniversary of the Braves releasing Tom Glavin. Wow. That's today. Wow. Isn't that crazy? With the Nate McClouth trade yeah. and the debut of Tommy Hansen. Exactly right. Yeah. Seven years ago wow. today, the Braves released Tom Glavine. I was in the traffic center. I, I, I remember when that happened. I was in the traffic center working that day yeah. with Flocko or something. 
<laughs> your, your traffic days are long over now, my friend. Even though apparently people don't realize that. I I don't do traffic anymore. No. Sorry, sorry, everybody. You Even could. You have the ability to I, do it. I could walk in there if, if need be. Yes. But I, I, have, I cannot help you on the road. You anymore. could walk in there and be one of the, the top three traffic reporters on staff at this point in time. <laughs> But you, you've gone on, on to, uh, to better heights. All right, so Frank DeFord, the legendary sports writer, is coming yeah. up next on the wow. show. Um, obviously, you're a, a big sports guy like I am, and you have uh, an extensive print background like I did. Um, Frank DeFord is it was you know do you he jump off the page for you yeah you know, oh exactly? yeah I mean you got like the Mount Rushmore of sports writers mm-hmm. he's got to be on it right he's uh, I would imagine yeah I mean and his his stuff for real sports on HBO. Really I know he doesn't do it much anymore, but yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he's, uh, I remember, and I'm going to ask him about this. You were, in 1990, were you? I was five. You were five. Yeah. So you don't remember, like I did, because I was in high school, the launch of. Uh, the National? The National. The only, the only way I know about that, frankly, is through people like Bill Simmons and others yeah. telling you about the National. It was, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, 1990. I'm going to ask uh, Frank DeFord about this in just a couple of minutes, but in 1990, the National was released, and it was a daily sports newspaper. So it was a, like the USA Today right. every day, but it was all about sports. And a guy that had, I had been a sports writer at that point for a couple of years, um, I started when I was in high school, and that came out, and it was the greatest thing to my to this date is one of the greatest things of my life was every morning you got this daily sports newspaper with the best writers around and complete car this is pre-internet time this yeah. is before anything um but unfortunately it just couldn't uh financially stay viable because you got to you know print it and deliver it all over the country it's just a mess and there weren't enough that's the thing with the paper right yeah okay. yeah same thing that, that yeah. regular newspapers are having yeah. now with trying to figure out uh, but in 1990, it was for for however long it ran, I, maybe two years, I don't know. But it was amazing. Would 1990 Mark Aram believe 2016 Mark Aram when you would tell him, "Okay, you've got the national now, but in 26 years you're going to have 50,000 times more things to read about sports every single day." I might have believed it. Sure, absolutely. I was a forward-thinking kid. I, if you told 1990 Mark Aram that I'd be doing radio and TV, I would have <laughs> said you're nuts because I didn't think there was yeah. any way I'd ever leave. The print world, um, and I, I had no intention of leaving the print world until I graduated college and realized how little, you know, the average sports writer makes. It was it's it was a fine. I I had huge huge. Uh, and then you picked radio, which is might be worse. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know about worse, but it's close. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I had huge uh, student debt to pay off, and I there's there was no way I'd still be paying it off if I stuck with uh, print journalism. I want to do thank the degenerate gamblers of this state for taking care of my student debts with the lottery, yeah. so that was great. We did, I didn't have that no. in, uh, in Connecticut or New York, the, the Hope Scholarship. All right, uh, hang tight one second, Jay Black. Uh, Frank DeFord coming up right now. This is The Mark Aram Show. There are uh, two red-letter days early in the uh, journalistic career of your host, Mark Aram. Uh, November 30th, 1988, the first time I was actually hired uh, to be a journalist by the registered citizen in Torrington, Connecticut, to uh, write sports for a living. And then uh, shortly thereafter, January 31st, 1990, when The National uh, was unveiled, the uh, daily sports newspaper uh, that literally changed my life. The creator of that joins us now, the legendary journalist of sports and other things, Frank DeFord. Frank, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Mark, I'm fine, but I I have to sort of provide a codicil to the will that as much as the National may have changed things, 
we also lost $150 million. So it, it, it wasn't all hearts and flowers. But as, as, a, as a reader and a sports fan uh, and someone that wanted, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, the greatest day of my life. We had a national sports newspaper every day. I, I think there is no doubt in my mind that we were a terrific editorial product. And it simply was a bad, it was a bad business. Um, delivering a newspaper is a tough thing to do. And this is, by the way, this was before the Internet. Uh, the Internet had nothing to do with it. The Internet was still just a few years away before it began to really uh, punch out newspapers. It was just a question of, of, of trying to deliver it. And, and these huge expenses that, that, that came with that. But, yes, I don't think there's any question that we changed print journalism and sports. It was, it was a game changer for, uh, for a kid in, in northwestern Connecticut that lived and died by the box scores. Um, yeah. and, and just to be able to get, and, and such great writing, too. I mean, you guys had some amazing talent on that. I've always said that sports lends itself so well to writing that you can't write sports. You really ought to get out of the writing business because when you think about it, the wins, the losses, the drama, the glamour, you know, heroes, villains, um, you don't get that in, in normal everyday reporting. And, and, and so good writers migrate towards sports. I mean, an awful lot of them who don't usually write sports, usually at some time in their career, um, turn and do a few sports articles or even a sports book. Um, sports is a great thing to, have to write about, and I'm very lucky that I've done it all these years. Well, you are certainly one of the best in the business. And speaking of sports writing, you've got a another book out, I'd Know That Voice Anywhere. Uh, tell us about this book. Compilation of my favorite NPR commentaries. I've been doing commentaries on NPR, if you can believe this, one a week uh, for most of the time since 1980. That adds up. I had to get my little calculator out and multiply by 52. That, that adds up to over 1,600. Wow. And I picked about 100 of, of, of my favorites, trying to get a good cross-section and, and to show, well, just to show what sports have, have been like since 19, 1980. I think if you read this, you get a, you get a sense of, of the flow of sports, and I hope you get um, a few laughs, and, and, and not only that, uh, you know, maybe pick a few bones with me. Certainly when you're a commentary commentator, you don't please everybody. If you do, you're not doing a very good job. Now, Frank, let me ask you. So going back to these commentaries since 1980 on NPR, did you have all of that audio saved uh, going all the way back then? Because if you did, no. I'm very impressed. No, and as a matter of fact, uh, we had moved out of a house that we'd been in for 39 years a couple years ago, and, and I threw out some of the early ones that I had. So, but I, I, I had it, most of the ones through the years had been, had been saved. I'm sure I lost uh, a few good ones, 
But like I say, when you've done 1,600, you got a lot to choose between. And, and, and I didn't, and I, Mark, I didn't want to repeat myself. I didn't want to do five on concussions and five on, you know, steroids in baseball. So I threw out some that I thought were, you know, very good pieces and brilliant, of course, but that it simply would have been redundant. I was looking for a, a, a good cross-section, both in subject matter and, and, and tone. Very important to, uh, to me as a commentator that if I get up on a soapbox one week and rant, then I'm going to try the next week to, to be a, a little lighter. Or people just get tired of you. You just become a grumbler. Talking to Frank DeFord, uh, famed sports writer, author. The book is I'd Know That Voice Anywhere. Um, you, you've been in the sports business for, for so many years. You've covered so many big events, so many big athletes. Let me just throw out a, a phrase to you and tell me what comes to your mind first. When I tell you okay. to you, Atlanta sports, what, what do you first think of? I think of almost. Um, particularly with the Braves, you know, win the division, almost win the championship. Uh, you know, it, it's it's always been that way. That the Braves are not uh, Atlanta is not like Cleveland, mm -hmm. where it never wins anything. But but that's that's what first comes to my mind. All my listeners are nodding their head in agreement right now. Frank almost ca <laughs> yeah. encapsulates I mean, it perfectly. The almost capital of sports. <laughs> That's a, I'm going to steal that. Atlanta, the almost <laughs> capital of sports. Uh, Frank, it's been an honor. I've been a fan of yours uh, since since I was in short pants, and I can't wait to read the book. I'd know that voice anywhere. I'm assuming it's in booksellers everywhere. Everywhere, and you know, online, and pick up a copy and enjoy it. It's the kind of book you can. Pick up and put down, and and uh, and maybe shake your head a little, and and maybe laugh a little. I hope so. From the almost capital of the sports world, uh, Mr. Frank DeFord, we thank you for your time. Thank you, Mark. I enjoyed talking with you. Take care, sir. Finishing up with Frank DeFord. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Jay Black in studio. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. New York to the heart, but got love for all. Line die in the fire where I learn the ball. Uptown is the place where I lay my dome. On the streets of the Bronx where my family roam. Oh damn it, we home. He done got a... Jay Black in studio. This is the Mark Aram Show Friday edition. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Not just you, Jay. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Um, I wanted to pull you in as sports director of WSB Radio. Um, big sports uh, stories cooking this weekend. Uh, I know we've, you know, we're in the NBA Finals, and most NBA fans in Atlanta have already forgotten about the season because of the Hawks uh, losing to the Cavs. But what's the what's the rumor on Jeff Teague? Is he staying or is he going? It doesn't sound like it, does it? The uh, the, the hot rumor is. Um that he would go to the 76ers for Nerlens Noel and maybe some others. Really? Yeah. Which the Sixers, you know, they've got like 30 young big men that yeah. are may or may not be any good. They got to get rid of some of them. And the Hawks aren't going to carry two point guards anymore that good this is, in the next yeah, season. Yeah, this is Dennis Schroeder's team. So I would think they could get more for Jeff Teague. I don't know. I mean, that's 
the the other pieces I've seen was Nick Stauskas and um, somebody else who I can't remember. Um, I mean, he's a top twenty point yeah, guard in the league. But I he's, would it's, say. His, it's his walk year though, so yeah. he's got a one year. You know, he's got one year left. He's so. Fleece the Lakers, fleece the Knicks. They're they're always dumb <laughs> what's, teams. What's left with the Lakers? Yeah, to fleece? I don't know. And frankly, what's left with the Knicks to draft that's, picks? We don't have any draft picks for the Knicks. And it, if it if you use it as insurance in case Al goes. Al Horford goes. I don't, I, that's that's. I saw that return. That's not bad. Let me real quick. We got to run. Um, let's go over to baseball. September end of the Brave season. Who is the Braves' ace pitcher at the end of this year? Mm. I think it's Tehran. Still, because you better give me a whole lot to pay a guy who's pitching that well, and we're and and Atlanta's only paying him eight million dollars yeah. at the most. If Tehran gets moved, who's the Braves' ace? Whistler. Whistler, definitely. Yeah. I love that yeah, kid. Yeah, I do too. He's very good. And Fulty seems like he's... Uh, there's promise. There, yeah. The future looks good. Aaron, uh, Aaron Blair's taking his lumps. Yeah. But, you know... As did Fulty last yes. year. As did Whistler last the year. Pitching, just, the pitching, you really can't worry about. Now, everything else, still got some issues. Yeah. But the pitchers, okay, that part of the plan seems to be executed very well. All right. Jay Black, sports director. Follow him on Twitter, even though he rarely tweets, at jblack 24 Two. Two. Yeah, that was the other guy. That was the other 24. 24. Yeah. Jay Black, two. two. Uh, and you'll hear him every uh, every Monday through Friday on Atlanta's Morning That's News right. with Scott Slade. All right, uh, news, weather, and traffic next. Stick around. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.